This week on the show, it's our first live podcast with Andy Gullihorn, John Trost, Eric Peters, and yours truly on this week's Who Writes This Stuff? Hello there. Welcome to Who Writes This Stuff? Thank you guys so much for uh, your patience and the time lapse between episodes. Uh, it's been a sort of a crazy one for me. Uh, but first, I do want to say that uh, I, I had an album come out, <laughs> which is why I've sort of been a little bit MIA on the podcast front. Um, I, I did have an album come out on July 2nd. Uh, it's called The Reintroduction of Nick Flora. It's one I've talked about on this show a couple times in the uh, making of and the Kickstarter process. And uh, I'm excited it came out. It's a real thing. It's on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and, uh, and in physical form as well uh, that I'm selling at shows. Um, and I'm excited about it, extremely excited about it. And uh, I'll probably do something with the podcast to sort of like let you guys hear a little bit of it and maybe some of the stories behind it uh, pretty soon. Um, but in, in the meantime, I sort of I hit the road for about six weeks almost straight uh, at the beginning of the month. I, I guess the end of at the end of May, beginning of June until uh, mid July. And so I sort of, uh, I, I've been going nonstop and I, and I told myself I was going to continue to do the podcast and, and get it out. Um, but that just didn't happen. And I'm very sorry about that. And looking back now, I saw that I only have maybe possibly four episodes that even came out this year. And that's embarrassing for me, for you guys, because I know that you guys enjoy it because if you're listening to it, to this one, at least, um, you probably listen to others. Um, I, I doubt this is the first one you're listening to, but if it is, uh, welcome. So my name is Nick Flora. I am the host of this show, uh, as many of you know. But uh, right now, uh, I, I'm really excited because this was this episode that you're listening to. It was our first ever live podcast. We sort of did a panel discussion style, and uh, I, I want to do more of these actually in town here in Nashville, Tennessee. Off and on, as often as I can, honestly, I think they're really fun. And it's a different element, different vibe from the one-on-one -on -one sessions, uh, which are, are fun as well. I'm going to keep doing those too. But uh, I'm going to be a little bit more due diligent about getting these out in a, in, in a timely manner. And I, I'm very thankful for everybody who, is, who has said they missed the show and asked when it's coming back. That means a lot. Um, so anyway, uh, there is a great uh, organization a uh, great group of people out of Chicago called Under the Radar, and I'm sure a lot of you already are aware of them. Uh, but they uh, have been amazing to me as an artist and to this podcast. But they, they're a great uh, radio show that sort of takes uh, indie artists, a lot of them that are from Nashville, a lot of them that are friends of mine, and, and helps kind of promote them and get, get them out into the into the world. And, and uh, I am one of those, and uh, my guests are are. Th are th three of those as well. And, uh, I'm very excited this year. They asked me and a handful of us to be a part of their inaugural escape to the lake, uh, songwriters retreat in Wisconsin on this, on Lake Geneva, which is just gorgeous. So a bunch of us went up there. We played shows every night. Some of us played shows uh, a few times a day. Um, I think there was one day it was a, it was a, it was a long weekend, but I think, uh, uh, well, there was one day where I, I did four different types of shows and, uh, including, and I think that was the day that this podcast was recorded. So playing, whether it's playing, you know, a show in the, in the morning and then, and then sort of hanging out and doing panel discussions in the after afternoon. And then, and then at night they had sort of bigger, 
uh, everybody kind of comes together and, and one and, and does, uh, just one kind of night concert. It's really cool. It's a really cool, like mini festival slash songwriters retreat. Um, and I think if, if you are interested in what we do on this show and just getting to know artists one-on-one and, and sitting down and breaking bread and, and really getting to know sort of, uh, you know, what's going on behind the music. Uh, this is a great, uh, organization to align yourself with and to become a fan of. And also, uh, if escape to the lake continues, which I, I assume it will, um, into the, into the coming years, being a part of that, I think would be really, uh, beneficial to you. I think you'll get a, get a, uh, a lot out of it as I already have. So anyway, I thought this would be a really great place to, uh, to launch the first ever live podcast, um, since they've been so great and they've been so, uh, welcoming and uh, Dave Trout, who's who's in charge of it, uh, helps set up the recording. And I do want to say that this recording is a little weird because we were trying to figure it out. So uh, if you, it, it, it's not your sort of normal setup. It actually doesn't sound bad at all. But um, there is a sort of a splitting issue. So if you have two speakers in your car or your earphones and one of them doesn't work, there's a good chance that you won't hear uh, at least half the conversation. So I am in, I am on the left side uh, of of the speaker. And my three guests are on the right side of the speaker. So actually ends up sounding interesting and kind of cool, I think. But just to let you know, we're sort of working out the kinks being our first time. And I I promise the next ones will will be a little bit more smooth as we kind of work out those kinks. But I'm so grateful to Dave Trout and to Under the Radar for helping me record this one. And we had a lot of fun. We had a small audience. uh, Since there was uh, three other sessions going on at this time, we sort of split the crowds. But um, it was a small but just such a fun audience, and uh, they were on board with us, and we talk about a lot of fun things and uh, really uh, get into it with these guys. So if you don't know Andy Gullihorn, John Trost, or Eric Peters, I suggest you do. And, well, you're about to to get to. Uh, So I guess uh, without further ado, let's get into it. Here is the first ever live podcast of Who Writes This Stuff from Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Welcome. This is the first ever. Yeah, you guys have to act like you're bigger than you are. Like, it's okay. We'll 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 get there. This is the first ever live recording of uh, the Who Writes This Stuff podcast from Williams Bay, Wisconsin, at the uh, Escape to the Lake retreat at Lake Geneva. That's a lot of words that I often mix up in succession uh, when telling people where I am. Like, where are you? I'm at the Escape to the Geneva dimension. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, this has been really fun. I'm, I'm excited to be here. This is uh, very exciting for you guys specifically because we are so great. Uh, <laughs> Can we go back to the beginning? Well, no. There's no going back. Why would you ever go back? If we, one correction. I like, it is Geneva Lake, not Lake Geneva. What? Thank you for that. Just, uh, I mean, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forgive the fact that I haven't introduced you yet and you're already talking. Right. Well, if we're redoing that, it's There's, not weird. <laughs> There's it's clearly. There's, you said we're not redoing it, and you're. It's true. You have like a home field advantage <laughs> with that kind of information. Who's even now, talking right now? Now you know. t- nobody knows who's talking. They only know Mr. it's me, Geneva, except the fact that they Geneva. They've probably downloaded this on the internet, where the description has already been shown. Uh, but 
So we're talking to people who are in the future. So if there's anybody that you want to know, anything you want to know about anybody or anything, now's the time to ask. So no, don't, don't do that. Uh, I, I am very excited to have people who are also at this <laughs> at this retreat uh, here. We have say hello when I say your name, Andrew Golhorn. Hello. <laughs> That's what my mom calls me. Andrew. Yeah. Well, you know it felt right. Jonathan Trost. Hello, local. <laughs> local boy. <laughs> there it is, the giveaway. And uh, big, big bad ugly evil Eric Peters. Present. Eric Peters. Hey. Okay, so now that we're all talking, what is it again? We're talking. Geneva Lake or Lake Geneva? Well, the lake is Geneva Lake. Okay. There's a city called, not far, called Lake Geneva. Geneva. That would, but we're in Williams Bay. Right. This is Williams. Which is Ooh. a part of Lake Geneva. Which is also a wine, apparently. It sounds like a wine, doesn't it? We're or or like a... the wine. The we're, we're in wine country of Wisconsin. This section of the lake is slightly tinted. This is, the, this is wine country of Wisconsin. There are many boats outside that's, I like to paint a picture of where we are. There are boats and a lake, Geneva Lake. Yeah. But it says Lake Geneva. We're going to get to the bottom of this. All right, everybody in the car, we're going to the, the, we're gonna go to the sign. Pause. No, let's record this in actual Lake Geneva, the, the metropolis, which is close to Williams Bay, the metropolis, where we are. Which is wine country. Wine country. Of Wisconsin. A lot of mountains. Which, yes. if, if Wisconsin had wine... It would just be like the nacho tray at a at a minor league at a minor league baseball stadium. Wait, what are you saying? <laughs> this this wine has a hint of cheese. <laughs> In fact, it's, it it's is. Uh, it's very. I, I smell a little bit of cheddar. Yes. Just, let's swirl it around. It's just um. Oh, it's so rich. It's congealing. There's a little. <laughs> there's a little bit of gouda. Yeah. So, John John Tros. Rotel in there, and it's really good. Also known. You no, know, I didn't really know of Rotel until I went further south. So, yeah. so I don't know how. Because you like Rotel is from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Wait, is Rotel a southern thing? I don't I know. I mean, it's a really southern thing if you want to get down to it. Like, yeah, super southern, I didn't grow south up of America, up southern, definitely Vegetables south of the border. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty southern. That's, yeah, it's pretty. But you being a Wisconsin native, you didn't know about Rotel. I this did. is really interesting. I want to talk about this longer. <laughs> So, we were having so much fun earlier. Now we're talking about Rotel. I know. Well, you know what? You exhaust your resources pretty quick. Let's talk about birds. <laughs> oh, is that a plug? <laughs> no. No, not at all. No, let's talk about cheese, Let's though. talk about birds relocating. No, let's talk about cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It all let's comes back cheese. to Eric Peters' records. Doesn't it? You're such a self-promotion You know, machine. the birds up here are scarce these days. <laughs> In the way that they... Do you feel like they're relocating? The way that they molt, as if they want chrome for their skin. Yes, it's weird. This morning, this morning, In land of the uh, yeah, free living. living. Yeah, and earlier the the new year was like telling me this joke, and I was like, <laughs> new year. Yeah. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> See, this is the only place where Eric Peters' song themed jokes would go over well, and it's not and going it's not over even well. Going over well. <laughs> This is the this is your wheelhouse. We are in your wheelhouse, and it's, it's like, still not working. And that's like the story of my career, right there. It's just, it just it? doesn't go over well. Yeah. Even the wheelhouse doesn't turn. Yeah. Say Thank something, John. I'm the I'm the Speaking local. Speaking of guy, reinventing the wheel, this is kind of my wheelhouse, guys. <laughs> this is your this is your stole my wheelhouse. wheel. <laughs> How do you feel about point A and B and C? And getting there. And D. Yeah. I don't know what you call him. Is it, that's do you know good. What I'm that's talking about no. more John oh, Trost references. Yeah. I was going to John Trost reference because uh, oh, 
Thanks, man. Yeah, see? What I was I'm just doing? not into self-promotion. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> John's wearing a shirt that says John Trost on it right now. And it's bedazzled and lit up like at Christmas am. lights. The beauty of a podcast. He walks in and just takes a jacket off slowly to reveal a giant John Trost logo lit up on his chest. That's Actually, <laughs> it would be glowing if I took my shirt off. <laughs> Lack of, sun. Lack of sun. Yes. <laughs> I should point out that we we are one of three think sessions going on right now, yeah. and so far, I, I'm not at the other ones, but it's so much better than the other ones, right? Oh, this is. <laughs> so I, I I really hope the crashing at the waves waves show up on the. Let's just listen, you guys. It's so, this is such good. No. This is good podcasting right here. This is good audio. The waves aren't making it through the pop filter. I don't think. Uh, yeah. Hold on. What was that? I'm not exactly sure. This isn't going to go well because it's an audio podcast. What the building is that we're that we're in right now, but I'm pretty sure that there are, there are refugees here at some point. <laughs> they might still be here, but I, I think I saw this in a movie. Like as in Ellis Island Part Two. Yeah, is that we, what you're talking about? You're, I'm not trying to be... You're referencing your child now? No. You, you said... <laughs> you can't stop referencing yourself. Should I just be quiet now? <laughs> no, you're talking history again? Yeah, never no, be I'm quiet. Talking, let's talk about history. Okay. <laughs> history major, let's go. <laughs> you're just bringing it back to things that you know let's about. Let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about something fun. Wait, you, for fun topics, you brought up birds and history. Yeah. <laughs> we could talk about bowling. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm in. We do... Okay. There is there. What would you call lunch and bowl in Nashville? Would you even call it a league or a pickup game? What would you call this? It's not a technical league. I for the uninitiated. It, but they look. But they reserve lanes for you. Come on, that's they do. That's league well, It's not hard to reserve lanes because there's they have 24 lanes and nobody else is bowling at 11:30 <laughs> on Wednesday. So that's not. I don't buy that. Uh, it's not a league. They they want it to be a league, but for it to be a league and for them to enter us all into the computer. It'd have to be the same people every week. That never happens. I was like, no, there's just different people that come We're every week. We're a bunch week, of so musicians. Just, you have to, like, leave it open and, Oz know. is in the league. So it's, yeah. Oz, Oz is, is there every week. League. That's true. Oh, uh, man, we mentioned Oz on the podcast. He's going to get way too much enjoyment out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I try to give him as little enjoyment as possible in his life. That's wise. In general. But uh, for the uninitiated, you have sort of, it's your, it's, this is your baby, right? This, yeah, I started it four and a half years ago. Every at Wednesday, a bowling alley in Berry Hill in Nashville. At 11.30, you get lunch. and At lunch combo, you get two games for free. So I've been bowling every Wednesday since for the last four and a half years. And this has become your legacy. That's true. They're all on the rolls. Uh, the Grim Weeper is... Uh, Mr. Eric Peters. The <laughs> Grim Eric's Weeper. Nickname. Why is that? The Grim Weeper? Just because, kind of like oh. the, in the way that, that John Nasty Trost, he's so <laughs> not nasty, but that's his name. Like Grim Weeper, you're so you're like the brightest, happiest, bubbliest person I've ever met. That's true. So yeah, it makes sense. And then Nick, I mean, he got Nick Flache uh, just because the best nickname to me is at a bowling alley. It has to have your initials in it, right? Which that's not the tr- true for you guys. Um, <laughs> which just is proof that you don't, don't have good bowling. I know that Nick would stick. I mean, like I have to give the Holy Spirit time to work to really come up with it. <laughs> Since the average age of the of the person the bowler there is is roughly around like an older brother 
that we would all have. Yes. <laughs> they don't understand what Nick Flachet means. Yes, this is true. As in my older brother doesn't know what Nick Flachet means. But, you know, I, I say a good boy name has to have some allusion to a boy band. Mm-hmm. And, or, or it's, it's not, it's not yeah. worth it. So that See, way it's really great. Nasty is a perfect boy band name. Nasty See, boys. If, <laughs> well, if you were in a, if Trost was in a boy band and his name was Nasty, he'd be the one. He'd be like the dangerous one. <laughs> Which means when he when he's when he's saying his solo in 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 the like track five or whatever on the album, he would have a little bit of a growl in it. That's where the bad boy comes in. Yeah, <laughs> a little extra growl. Wait, so who are the who was the bad boy like in in sync? Was it the one who was the bad boy in NSYNC? They were all they were all kind of good, weren't they? Well, who's the bad boy? Joey Fatone. He was so bad. <laughs> it's a different kind, yeah. <laughs> I I don't remember who. Somebody had to be the bad boy. There were stereotypes. Does anybody know? Come on, Justin. Timberlake? We're not all that old. Was Justin Timberlake in NSYNC? I have no idea. I just feel well, like that's really said went his a different name. Direction. The youngest person <laughs> who was here earlier is gone. Yeah. No, she left. There was a twenty-one-year-old here, and she left. Um, <laughs> she would. Who was the bad boy in New Kids on the Block? In Kate. Donnie. 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 It was Donnie. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys go to the concert? It was just in Nashville. New Kids. Yeah, yeah Eric opened. It. Yep, it was, it was great. It was really great. Yeah. He, he, you put, did you put down your guitar and just wear, like, the, the headset mic and then do some dance moves? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is that where you got those pants? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to keep bringing the keep, pants up. Keep going. I mean, I, you know, I'm comfortable in, comfortable in my pants. For the listener, Eric is wearing a salmon-colored... <laughs> salmon-colored... It's These a salmon-colored wonder. They're old, they're old Navy. Do you really want to know where they're from? Yeah. I want to know everything. Well, if we're talking about birds and history, I want to know about your pants. Yeah. Just to stay on par yeah, with yeah. how it's interesting fine. this conversation is. They're 1999. It's, it's fine. It's Good still, well, still well, too much to pay. What would you uh, say that is with tax? Like, oh, it's about 23. No, 21, 23. 21, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 21, 23. Yep. Do you have the receipts still? No, we're talking taxes. Actually, I probably, actually, I do have. have what other colors do they have? Um, they've got. This uh, is riveting. They've got, a, they've got a forest green. I've yeah. got a pair of those. I'll wear those tomorrow All for right. you. You heard it here first. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Eric <laughs> Peters is going to people here tomorrow. Just to see the four screen pants. Yep. People are going to come after hearing this podcast, <laughs> even though it's not going up after, until after we leave. Geneva Lake. I like your pants, by the way. Thank no, you. I do too. I'm, I'm, immediately when I saw you wearing them, I was like, can I pull those off? Eric Peters pulling them. Not, like, li- not yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not pull them off. This is a great podcast. This is, this is already the best day of my life. I already told you that. But uh, so what, what else is going on? <laughs> So what do you normally do in these things? Oh, I've never done this before. Oh, okay. Um, this is usually it. Okay. I usually have some sort of outline when I'm one-on-one with people, but yeah. I, I thought you guys were so interesting that we could just yeah. like, shoot Click the breeze. Pick apart our wardrobe. And yeah, let's pick apart our wardrobe. <laughs> any, any kind of physical bit on an audio podcast just goes over so well. Yeah. I just really want to, want to paint the picture for the listener. You know, I have dozens of them. Listeners? Dozens. They, they love it. <laughs> dozens. They're so interested, you guys. <laughs> they want to know. Um, all right, let's go down the line. <laughs> don't get, don't get nervous. What, uh, let's, all right, here's a game I like to play. It's, it's called, I'm going to ask you a question and you, you tell me the answer. We'll start, we'll start with, uh, we'll start with Andy Gullhorn. What is the first, uh, what's the first album record tape, whatever you bought with your own money? Go. Don't screw this up. Oh man. Well, 
I can't remember the very first. I remember buying a 45 of like uh, some Whitney Houston songs. I can't remember. Of course. Off her first record. Rest in peace. But the first CD, when CDs came out, I'm pretty sure the first CD I ever bought was Lee Greenwood's Greatest Hits. Of course it was. I say that because yesterday was 4th of July. Why is Lee Greenwood such a strong fixture in your life? What did he do for you? He's like other, a father figure. Other than the me. fact that he looks like he could be your dad. Yeah, he's like a father figure. That's why he's a father <laughs> he figure does, to me. He kind of looks he, like you. He kind of has a figure of a father to me. <laughs> and that's what he means there, to me. I like how literal you are. There's no, <laughs> there's no painting. He's liter- literally a father figure. <laughs> All right. That's good. Wait, what was on Lee Greenwood's greatest hits? Because I only know... Okay, I, the, I mean, the America course, God song. Bless God bless USA. God bless USA. Um, which most people say, I'm proud to be an American, but that's not the title. I mean, God bless USA. You know USA. what I say to those people? Go back to those Canada people. where you came from. <laughs> it's then, not far from here, right? Right, local boy? Not far at all. <laughs> Thank you. And then uh, you, there's, uh, there's a song about like a, a ring on something about a wedding ring or something. I can't remember what it is. So it had a strong impact on you. I, it was a, a big fan of that record. <laughs> I remember it was purple. And and do you guys remember when the CDs used to come in the really long boxes? Yeah. I used to save all those oh, boxes. Yeah. Those were awesome. What? Yeah, I remember that. CDs so young, you guys. It was a part of like a box that was, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Long boxes? This is new to so me. So it was like the album. Person. So it was like a, a different Except artwork. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Nick Flores. I remember, I remember right like now. there there, used, there was a CD and then the case, like the plastic part of the case was longer, but there was, but it was, it was, it, oh, wasn't yeah, but it, a it, box. it was that shape. Yeah, yeah. it was, it was, so that was shape. after, there used to be a box that was yeah. like it's part of the artwork. Yeah. It was just, it was like a big old, you oh, know, you remember this, John? CD came in. Vaguely, yes. Okay. I still have the box that the Lee Greenwood CD came in. Well, at my parents' house because I saved everything, like the Wheaties boxes. Yeah. With Michael Jordan on the front. Do you really save stuff? Thousands of dollars someday. Well, here's, here's the thing about that it's not. I know. Well, they have appreciated like thirty cents. I mean, the the gen- this gen- <laughs> depreciated thirty cents because you got hungry one night. I mean, no, the, the, the food is still in there. I'm sure it's still good. <laughs> Nobody's opened it. And I have probably twelve Wheaties boxes from the early nineties. Who, who else on it? Let's, let's go down the line. Michael Jordan. Well, those are the only Wheaties boxes I collect. Oh, okay. They did, they didn't All sell, Michael Jordan. They didn't sell uh, Lee Greenwood Wheaties boxes. <laughs> <laughs> but they. Uh, why I mean, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan, so, I mean, I have, like, everything from Michael Jordan. Wait, so era. there were 12 different Wheaties boxes with Michael uh, Jordan on it? Uh, some How of them popular might have been was this guy? Was he pretty popular? Yeah, he was fairly popular in the sports world. <laughs> okay, but not outside of that. No. Like, anybody, yeah, okay. Sports and Hanes underwear world. So, like, if you oh, were in the un- underwear him. world or sports world, then you'd probably heard of him. Okay. So, that, that was it? No, there was no other. There, you didn't have a, uh, a Tanya Harding Wheaties box. No. Or uh, that's the only other. <laughs> Let me think. No, I don't know a lot about sports. People don't. I know you can't tell by looking at me. But uh, there, I do know a lot about 90 sports. And I will now name off three, <laughs> three professional sports. Three sports, three sports, three sports in players in the 90s. Basketball. Keith Jackson. Whoa. Julio Franco. And a third one. <laughs> <laughs> Pele. Was Pele something? No, he was, he was before. 
Nancy, I already, yeah, I already said Tanya Harding. Well, yeah, but they go together. I mean, I'm trying like to make it. I, you know, I could go Rob Ventura. I could go Nolan Ryan. I could go Bo Jackson. Oh. These are all baseball because baseball was sort of. Bo would be the eighties, wouldn't he? No, no way, oh, man. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I just open got a text now. message, you guys. Who's Keith Jackson? Very important. If you don't mind. Yeah, who is Keith Jackson? Did Keith Jackson. He, yeah. he played. Is he an he played for the singer? Eagles. He what? He played for the Eagles. Come on, Philadelphia. That's not far from here. Keith, yeah, Keith Nobody Jackson. here knows who Keith Jackson is. Well, knows. I know him because my, my dad worked at the University of Oklahoma, and he was a, a Sooner. And then he went up to the, to the big leagues, and he played for the Eagles. He was, like, sort of a big deal for a minute. In Oklahoma. Okay. See now in ESPN. No, in uh, Philadelphia. Guy. He was a field. I guarantee you this is the most sports knowledge I've ever – and sports I've ever talked on the show. People, and I'm probably getting it wrong. But people are going to – people are yelling at their iPods right now. Probably because it's, it, it keeps playing this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, how oh, does it stop? What is happening? What is this spam? I wonder if there is a Tanya Harding Wheaties box, though. There, I think I, she I hurt her so. endorsement deals. What? What's that? Doing what? Uh, I mean, I, I don't think she was up for a whole lot of endorsement deals. Probably not. You think? You, I mean, if she really wanted to, she could probably go in, like, the hardware department. Yeah. Right? Or, like, what's a, like, yeah, like, some sort of surgical, like, practice about knees. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know words. Anger, man- Anger management. Anger management. Knee braces. If she sold knee braces, that'd knee- be awesome. <laughs> Tanya Harding knee braces. That'd be a great comeback. Where are you, SNL? Where were you? you know, I don't ever use these, but I buy a lot of ace knee, <laughs> knee braces. I've seen them used. In my day, I love, I love that we're making Tanya Harding jokes. About 20 years too late. They're so timely. It's true. Timeless. All right, timeless. All right Nassie, John Trost. Oh, that's right. We're back. Uh, what's what's first, the, fir- the first, like, music that you bought with, like, with, on your own volition? Because I have stuff that – I have CDs that people gave me or tapes that people gave me, my parents' birthdays right. and stuff. I'm not – I'm thinking CDs here. I don't know if I ever did buy a cassette tape. Really? Um, CDs I bought – I know – see, my, I had an older brother who would, you know – Give you stuff? Have these little things he would call, like – he would – call it like a little store and we would make trades which i think always worked to his favor but he make had a couple trades? cds that i think he didn't want oh yeah like not trays trade trades oh yeah yeah, yeah. i can't understand your wisconsin accent <laughs> um trays and trades so he had a couple cds that i'm pretty sure he just didn't want and okay. i was just excited to have a shiny new cd i mean to me it was new <laughs> right so the one i can recall was a, just a compilation of rap songs which i actually don't remember it was Christian rap. It was um, the only song I remember off there had a, I don't know if it was the title, but something about crack kills. Okay. Which was a good message for me to hear at that time. <laughs> you were life. just starting to think about this was like early getting high into, school. Getting into crack. And I was like, okay, no, I can accept that message. <laughs> Big influence on me. Um, but beyond then I joined BMG. Oh, the, the yeah. world opened up. The world everybody, opened up. everybody knows. <laughs> You guys were all in the same boat together. I love this. And I think in that first, I don't remember all that I got, but the first set of CDs, I think the Eagles' greatest hits was one I was pretty excited about. Just because. That's good. You know, there's that bird skull on the cover. Eric, this is your wheelhouse. Yeah. Birds? 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 What? Huh? Who? What? What? Yeah, that was. That was probably the first CD. I'm trying to find. I, I just Googled Crack skull. Kills. Yeah. Or painted. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just Googled Crack Kills. Is that the title? And uh, oh, yeah. I, I'll, I just don't just don't Google it, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <That's> all. 
Also, don't Google image search with safe search off. Don't do that either. Um, <laughs> crack Hills. I want to know what that is now. I can imagine how, wait, how old were you at this point when Crack Hills Early came into your school. life? Early high school? Yeah. I can imagine a little, little fresh face, Johnny Trost. L- little nasty is what they called you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah your ra- is your rap name a little nasty? A little nasty. It could be. <laughs> it needs to be now. Um, yeah, that was it, man. I mean, I really don't but remember anything else. BMG. Let's go back to BMG for a okay. second. Did you really pay for it, though? Because yeah, well, I, you, you get, what, like six for a dollar, and then you're supposed to buy three? I never paid more. for any of All them. All my friends said that. I remember it was a big deal. You say, well, if you're under 18 and you sign up for it, you can't be legally obligated to pay that's, for it. I've so heard, that's hard, too. Get all the CDs and then don't pay for it. I would never do such a thing. But my, yeah, I know. I know people who did how that. How criminal. Oh, and look at us now. Yeah. I know. Look where, how far we've come. People still steal music. What? Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about no, that. Let's, let's get into the issues, you guys. <laughs> so, um, Paula yeah. Dean, you're in support of what she said. Eric? Go ahead. I don't even know what just she kidding. said. I just heard that she got fired or something. So I don't. I don't. <laughs> this know. is so timely. If I we can talk about, I love the, the spectrum of Tanya Harding scandal to Paula Deen scandal, and everything in between. I, we're going to end on Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson at that halftime show ten years ago. <laughs> 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 That's where we're going to end it. Uh, um, you wait. I, I'm still alarmed that you didn't buy a tape, John. You never bought a tape? Call? No, 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 no. Let me think. Yeah, I bought you a tape. You had cassette tapes. You just didn't buy them yeah, on your own yeah, money. Yeah, I didn't buy them on my own money. So, we like, had, your parents. So what did we have? You know, bullfrogs and butterflies, that kind of stuff? What's what's that? Bullfrogs Randall Goodgame was making. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Slugs and Buddies was a thing back then? That was very early. <laughs> that was an early Randall Goodgame? <laughs> covering that. Tonight. This is also <laughs> the only place where Slugs and Bugs jokes would go over well, too. <laughs> butterflies and. Bumble cakes, what'd you say? <laughs> bullfrogs. <laughs> bullfrogs. Oh, do you really not know what bullfrogs and butterflies is? No, I don't. Oh, man. Is that like... Um, He's from Arkansas. Is that like Tiny Tim? Is that... He grew he, up tiptoe on through crack the tulips? Hills, stuff like that. Yeah, crack hills. That was... There was yeah. a lot of crack hills in my high school. <laughs> Southwest Arkansas. Represent. We're in Wisconsin. Chest bump. Pouring out for my homies. Yeah, forget it. Um, yeah, I don't know what that is. What is that? Bullfrogs and... Uh, jump, jumping, what's jumping? What's jumping? Jackson? It was a whole, what is it? It was a cassette. Are we actually, was it kids songs? Vinyl. Yeah, yeah it was songs. like this. Yeah, just kids songs. It's good well, stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Animals. Animals. See them everywhere. Is it, that is it called Down by the Creek Bank? Is that what it's called? Oh, I know Down by the Creek Bank. Is, is that different? That's like a. I mean, it sounds like yeah. That was a, that was like a, a kids play we did in. Like, yeah, so it's similar to that. I mean, it's, it's all kind of like that same. Yeah. Okay. Genre. Colorful covers. I'm learning so much today, you guys. Beautiful illustrations. So much. Uh, beautiful illustrations. Wait, is that tied to Music Machine? What was Music Machine? Did you ever listen to that? Uh, we did a lot of, you know, Boy, kids' praise. I feel old up here. Salty. What? No, music it's okay. Machine. Salty. Songbook. My mom was salty when I was in her stomach. Spoiler alert. I, <laughs> salty? <laughs> yeah, my, no mom, my, mom played, my mom played salty in, like, a church play. When I, I have no idea what you're talking salty. about. You know what salty is? The, the, As in the singing songbook? Hymnal, like PSA, oh, yeah. Why did your was the original like before fat PF? It was salty. <laughs> salty. <laughs> Why did your church hate you growing up? I salty was, it was. I have no clue what salty. Was I either. didn't grow you up in church, so. I'm but you grew up in Texas. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm just the Catholic it. church, which we didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't yeah. Have any, you guys didn't know what salty was. The cool cultural Christian thing. <laughs> cultural, yeah. You knew like. 
1390s, not <laughs> 1990s. <Yes. laughs> I can sing Pawnee's on Jaily Goose for you. But. There we go. Can you rap it? And add crack kills at the end. <laughs> I'll leave that to a little nasty. <laughs> Wait, did you just reference history? Yeah, I did. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just wanted you here to pat my back when I reference history, birds, or salmon-colored pants. Every now and then I listen. That's the name of this podcast from now on. History, birds, and salmon-colored pants. <laughs> the Eric Peters story. <laughs> wow. Eric, what was your first, your first album that you bought with your own money? I was trying to think. I think it was either um, it was it was either Motley Crue yes. cassette tape. I could tell by those pants. I think it, yeah. It's just gonna keep coming out. Keep going. What was it? Uh, girls, girls, girls. Was yeah, that them? I yeah, think that totally. was Motley Crue. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. It's probably really offensive for the crew. Why is that offensive? You just, I mean, you said a gender three I mean, times. It was 80s, you know, Why is that offensive? Well, no, because they're singing. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Sorry to all the guys here. Sorry to all the guys here. Who <laughs> I left you out of that girls. one. <laughs> I don't know. It was the 80s, you know. It was all whatever the 80s were about. It girls, girls, that. girls. It was either that, whatever that tape was that had that Smoking in the Boys Room song. Smoking in the Boys Room. Yeah, that cover. Yeah. I always thought that was their song, and I only recently realized that, that was a cover. The room? It's like not, guys. Smoking come on, in the boys' room. That, that was the bo- that was for you guys out there. Is it really smoking in the boys' room? Smoking in the boys' room. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows. Did you think it was smoking in the girls' room? Was it to balance out the girls? girls? What's the confusion, Andy? I, don't, I, I for some reason off the top of my head, I was like, "Is it smoking in the girls' room?" Because they planted the seed of girls, 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 and That's then true. you're right. Yeah. We can do. I listen to that stuff. Yeah. I was a good kid. What'd you listen to growing up? Lee Greenwood. <laughs> <laughs> you win. I imagine. I can imagine you as an eight-year-old, just like, and I'm proud <laughs> yeah. to be. I would sit in my room and I would sing that song. And Garth Brooks. That's all I did. <laughs> and, uh, and Garth Brooks, right. of course. Have you met Garth Brooks? <clears throat> yes. Whoa. Exactly. Uh, yes. Turn this boat around. Yeah. Tell me how. Let's not talk about can we, Garth Brooks. Can we please? <laughs> how are you not going to tell me how you met Garth Brooks? I've seen it. Well, I've met him. I met him a few times when I was in high school. Okay. That's I want to know about those times. Well, uh, are you? I'm not, this is like to derail your <laughs> no, answer of your. Totally derailed, in a good way. I started playing guitar because he gave his guitar in a concert to my little brother. Was it a black Takamini? No. Oh. It was the first guitar he ever gave away. It was old Takamini. He it gave it to your brother? His first two videos. And and so then my mom said I needed to start playing guitar. And then, we met him and then the thunder time. rolled. Then the thunder rolled and I was. And the lightning that was history. struck. That's right. And you were standing outside of the fire and you were like, you know what? <laughs> we got to make this so, happen. You know some Garth, man? <laughs> I, I don't know a lot of country, but the country I do know, it's Garth Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen photo proof. Really? Oh, yeah. Of a young, fresh-faced. Of a young Gullahorn. Gullahorn. Probably wearing my duster and my cowboy hat. If, 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 yeah, if a duster is a hat, is a duster <laughs> Wait, a what is a duster? Or was a there, was there a duster is like, a, like an overcoat. Yeah, like yeah. You had cowboy on, overcoat. You had okay. on the, 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 the garb, the regalia. The regalia? Yeah. regalia? I have a question. I mean, most cowboys don't call it that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. A regalia? I do, have a, I do have a question. Hey, Marty, got any regalia? <laughs> Rusty, get your regalia out the truck. <laughs> Fuck, I cannot dirty. find my garb. <laughs> my garment is missing. That's a great cowboy accent. <laughs> if Eric was a cowboy, I'd say, my garment is missing. 
1492, Father. 1492. Rusty, stop saying letters at me. <laughs> That's my impression. I've been really dumb. I want to know, was a bolo tie entering the situation at any point? Oh, I definitely had a bolo tie. <laughs> For my uh, junior and senior prom. <laughs> it made a double uh, appearance? No, different bolos. I mean, two different ones. <laughs> But I definitely wore on, my Wranglers and my boots. Of course. And then, uh, tux coat with tails. You know, like the Texas tux. Yeah. <laughs> is that what a Texas tux is? Yeah. Okay. I know the Canadian tuxedo is what my mom wears all the time, which is just... <laughs> which, I'm afraid of this next sentence. Which is just... <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, it's, it's the denim shirt tucked into denim jeans. That's Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> Is this new information? This is news. I love it. I just learned something. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Jorts. Jorts. Casual. That's that's a Canadian casual tuxedo. <laughs> Shout out to all my Canadian fans out there who might be listening. They know what's up. If they were here, they could vouch for it. Am I right or am I right? Am I right? Am I right? That's the first country CD I bought, Garth Brooks. Was it? Yeah. Was that Even one? the tall, the long package, actually. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Wait, what, which one was it? Actually, Garth it was Brooks. a box set, so that's probably oh. why it was it. So you were like, I went, I so you went, from, you went I just, from zero to super fan. <laughs> yeah, big time. <laughs> I think that's the best way to get into an artist, just buy the anthology. Well, he had proved himself. Yeah. <laughs> he proved himself. He proved himself. Always late to the game. It's true. What What's the, uh, I don't want to tell tales out of school, but wasn't there a thing back in the day where he tried to get, like, Garth Brooks tried to get used CDs, like, next? Like, you couldn't sell, resell used CDs? Anybody know about this? No idea. Because well, they, it worked, obviously. It worked. <laughs> Clearly, now there are no CDs. Yes. And uh, no, there was a nobody's <laughs> buying new CDs I, anymore. I worked at a at a CD warehouse, which is primar- primarily was used, used CDs. And apparently, he tried to get because he was trying to get the most album sales of all time. And a lot of people were buying his stuff secondhand at pawn shops, probably. And uh, and he tried to get like those counted, like the resold, like counted as as album sales again. How about that? And. It was, and, they, and then when they said no, because that's cheating, yep. he tried to get, like, CD Warehouse and a bunch of this stuff. Like, my boss was telling me, they tried to, he tried to get him, like, shut down. And you know what's crazy? We had the, in our store, we had the biggest Garth Brooks section. It was like people were doing it on purpose. So, But why, why would people give up Garth Brooks? He's classic till the end of time. I'm, I don't want to talk too much about this because I want Garth Brooks on this podcast at some yeah. point. <laughs> Maybe the next Escape to the Lake. You know, you know the guy to talk to. <laughs> that would be incredible. Would you come back, Andy, and if Garth Brooks uh, was here? What if we got Lee Greenwood? Is he still alive? Man. Yeah, Lee Greenwood. Okay. Is he around? Is he, he just, here? He just sang Ladies and gentlemen, Lee Greenwood. <laughs> what if Lee Greenwood walked in right now? Singing. If tomorrow <laughs> Comes. I don't think he sang that one. Is that Garth? Garth, Garth, yeah. Garth yeah. I know what I'm doing. Wrap it back around. I'm not a complete oh, idiot. Yeah. All right, let's go. To, I, I wanna, I'm interested in this now. This is coming up naturally. Let's start with you, Eric. What was the first like artist like that that you were like your first favorite artist or band that you were like this is this band speaks to the soul of Eric Peters? Uh, did they don't so they they have to be like a new act? No, like whatever whatever artist that you heard first, you're like this is my guy. Oh. Uh. And you can't say Andy Gullhorn. Yeah. Because he's no, right here. Right. That'd be weird. 
I mean, the first band that I latched onto in high school was uh, was actually had they were it was the Who. So they were the Who. Like, I actually, you know, I'm, I mean, that just shows you how yeah. how lame I am. I mean, I, I was living I live in the past. The Who, I think, has always be been funny. cool. I think you're okay. So I, I like the it's Who. Like, it's kind of embarrassing. It's like the Beatles. So embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I'm so ashamed to say it. Feels I good to finally get it off my chest. I enjoyed Cheap Trick. Wow, this is still pretty good. So, but I, uh, uh, how how I don't want to I don't want to date you. I mean, I do later. <laughs> if you want to get like a popsicle yeah. or something. Oh, sorry, buddy. Thank you. Um, but if you like, well, how far into the career of the Who are we talking here? They were. I mean, this this would have been the eighties. They were done. I mean, they, they, they no way. They, they hadn't broken up, but they hadn't performed together in so long. And, and I remember in like eighty eight, eighty nine, they did kind of their first reunion tour. Right. I think in years. And uh, my dad bought the pay per view event or wherever they Whoa. played in. in L- they did a show in L A. I think they did just a few shows in the major U S cities. One was in L A. And my dad paid for the pay-per-view so he, so I could watch that concert. That's a good dad. I, I freaking love The Who at that yeah. point. So, I mean, but they were, I mean, I mean, they were, for the most part, defunct or they hated each other or whatever right. the story was at that point. So, And they hadn't made a new record. In, I'm just, this is, a, this is like an early adopter early. to pay-per-view. I feel like pay-per-view was still pretty, oh, yeah. pretty new back then. Hey. Right? I mean, who, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear about it till way later, and it was just because of wrestling. Uh, yeah, or, or boxing. I mean, my dad. Oh, yeah. would, my dad would. Oh yeah, the more legitimate sport. Yeah, that's a much more legitimate. Boxing, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant too. Oscar De La Hoya. That's a person, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me name two other boxers. Here we go. Mike Tyson, because he had a punch out. It's too easy. I know it's too easy. Uh, I wish I had a, a better. And enticing Hillary Swank in Million Dollar Baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's, nice. Those are the boxers that I know. Uh, what about you, Trust? Who's your first, like, artist band that you, early on that you were like, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, maybe Counting Crows. Oh, Obviously, Everything yeah. After. Somebody High Cool. School. I see. What's that? Somebody Cool. I see. <laughs> Somebody Cool. Nobody's ever, never claimed that the... Counting Crows were cool. Maybe, maybe in that era, but I get made fun you of them. Like the Counting Crows? I love them, but I get made fun of for saying that I like them. Really? I don't even care, man. Really? Yeah. How can you make fun of the Counting Crows? Have you seen the lead singer for Counting Crows? <laughs> it's pretty easy to make fun of them. Yeah, but I mean, uh, let's, let's listen to the songs. Listen, I've I've never liked the Counting Crows, but everybody around me makes fun of me for not liking them. Like, how can you not like them? Oh, They're the coolest band ever. No, that's not true. But they, I mean, they had their moments. I mean, but I always thought I was an outsider. Now you're saying that the cool thing is to say you oh, don't no, like you're, them. Oh, no, you're the guy that I'm scared of to mention that I like Counting Crows. <laughs> I'm, 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 you're the guy I'm scared to mention that I don't like Counting Crows. It's taking everything in me not to hug you right now. <laughs> oh, so you really want to date him. This is like, well, I get around. <laughs> I don't want to date you, except I kind of do. We, we just talk. This, I feel like we've, we've – this is like a, a, a summit now. I feel like we're, we're reaching this point where we can – just yeah. we can just lay our armor down, you guys, yeah. and, and just we talk about Lee Greenwood summit. now. Lee, Lee Greenwood is 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 the uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just let's move on. What? <laughs> but no, Counting Crows is definitely one of those bands that I feel like I, you get a little bit of like you have to say early Counting Crows. Very 
It's like Sorry. Weezer. Yes. Like, I loved Weezer when I was in high school, but you can't say you love Weezer now. It's not cool to say that because they've kind of jumped the shark, if you will. You know, and by jump the shark, I mean they, they make music just to make money, which is horrible. Why would you ever do that? I loved early Andy Gullhorn. That was good stuff. <laughs> the early Andy Gullhorn. The early Andy Gullhorn. Like Old bolo, like bolo tie, old hat, bolo tie, garb and regalia. Andy Gullhorn. Speaking of, have you ever? Do you ever cover Garth Brooks? I don't know why. I'm, I just feel like keep keeping that topic. We going. should. No. I, have you ever? I mean, surely you have at some point. The time I used to sing, you know, a lot of country songs. Yeah. But I couldn't. I don't cover. Uh, Would you know the regalia? Andy has got immediately uncomfortable with this question. No, I can tell answer. he hates. Ask him more questions to make him feel this way. Uh, <laughs> bring how it you, on. How do you feel about NASA? NASA. <laughs> How do you feel about good riddance? Is what I say. Exploration. This is all think, there is. Do you think we'll ever get a man to, or woman to Mars? No, I don't. Do you, ever, think do you ever think we'll get girls, 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 girls on the moon? Not talking about NASA and birds in history. So, <laughs> how do you how do you feel about white white snake? <laughs> I've never seen one. <laughs> if you could save time in a bottle, what would you do with it? I would put. Jim Croce in there. <laughs> That's a good answer. Would you bottle him up? Uh, I would and bottle cork him. him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would Would you add any mineral spirits? That is the weirdest question. I've ever. <laughs> you're asking about add mineral spirits Wait, or bottle with Jim Croce? I want to go in back it? to Mars. I feel like you were. You, I feel like you had a pretty good. You were going somewhere with Mars. Hey, hey, Nick, how are you doing, buddy? Oh hey, sorry. Are you googling something? Just like checking his phone. I'm. I'm. St- I can't stop googling crack hills. Crack hills. <laughs> That's what the song was talking about, man. Just put it down. Okay, I'm gonna. This is the first thing that comes up when you Google crack hills. <laughs> it's a headline: crack hills! Exclamation point. Man dies after eating cocaine from brother's butt. I'm out. And you know, <laughs> I'm still here. I mean, we've all thought about it, but he died. This is why we don't do it. This is like pop rocks and, and soda pop. You don't oh combine the word. two. This is, that is and I love, and here's the best part. If you're wondering what the best part of this was, there it's cited from the site unicornbooty.com. Wow. Which I'm glad to know that that's already a site. You should put your phone down. I hope there's some Christian rapper rapping about. Googling stuff on the internet. <laughs> oh, so they're absolutely like high school Nick Floor can. It's called. Go listen yeah. to it. It's called uh, Google Search History. Is the name of the song. Google Search <laughs> History. What's, what's on your computer? <laughs> Google Search History. Dot dot dot. Sounds like a different. What's the next song? line? What is happening here? <laughs> hey, man, we're, we're co-writing. Just, we're, Come on, dude. This is a co-write. Co-write. You went in on this? Do we still get uh, just for sitting here? Yeah. You get residuals. Isn't it how you write in Nashville? You yeah. co-write? Everybody co-writes. Everybody co-writes, yeah. Everybody co-writes. Trust doesn't. I haven't done it. I haven't either. I'm terrible. I've tried. Right, let's do I love, it. I love watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love watching people come up to John after shows and be like, hey, we should co-write sometime. And he's like, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 no, you're much nicer, but you're just like, yeah, I don't know how to uh, do that. Maybe. No, I no. say maybe. I got maybe. Clip. It could happen. 
Yeah, here's my number. This is six. This is six numbers. Yeah. Eight six seven five three zero nine. Thank you. Ask for Jenny. Hey, good eighties joke there. So, um, <laughs> what, 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 what's next? What other questions yeah, do you have? Let's talk about songwriting or music no, no. or something. I, I want to know. Well, yours, let's take your, some questions from the, the was, our studio. Yeah, I'd like to get to that. Was, is your is answer Lee Greenwood first? No, no, no. Lee Greenwood <laughs> wouldn't be the answer. I mean, Garth Brooks was the first artist. I was kind of like, this is my guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that way anymore. Do you think somewhere Lee Greenwood and Garth Brooks are talking about you over coffee? In, in heaven. my greatest dreams, that is. Do you think in heaven they're looking down? Do you think that's what heaven is? It's just Garth and Lee? Yeah. Like, Both wearing bolo ties, they're, they're just, talking about me. They're just, they're just YouTubing Andy Goldman. <laughs> like, look at this guy. Man. All right, do we have any questions from the audience? At all? No, you don't have to top it. Is there any questions at all? Raise your hand if you have a question. If you don't. Oh, okay, hey, here. Can you use your phone? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Eric. Oh, I just need to say that a few weeks ago I became a U.S. citizen. And as part of the ceremony, they played that song and showed the video, Lee, Lee Greenwood, that song. Really? Wow. Yeah, in downtown Chicago. About 143 people becoming citizens of this great country. And they play us that video. Wow. That is crazy. Yes. Like a live performance? or like No, no. It was just scenery of America and inspirational sayings and Lee Greenwood wow. singing. But you didn't have to memorize a song to become a citizen. No, thankfully. <laughs> so I would not be a citizen right now. <laughs> <laughs> if, if Goldhorn was, uh, was in charge of... Uh, <laughs> be like, all right, guys. We gotta I mean, how crazy is that? I mean, like, you could write songs that get different kinds of notoriety. Sure. But... To write the one they play the video for anyone becoming a citizen of this yes. country? That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's pretty Where crazy. Go, Dad. How yeah. often? Way to go, Father Piggy. How <laughs> I had to walk out of that ceremony asking my wife, what was that we listened to? <laughs> 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 Who was that? I, I wasn't, I wasn't because you were like, I want to go out and buy that CD. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't it. He's still no. at it. He just sang in Nashville at the CMA Fest. Did he? Yeah. He was one of the what? early performers. Can you imagine? Have you ever met Lee, Gre- have you, have you met Lee Greenwood? I've never met him before. I can't imagine. Yeah. I think it'd be amazing. One song? It's all it takes. Song that, like, it's got to be like a theme song for the nation. You know, we got to write. What's left to write? Google search history. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Don't make me go. Theme song for the internet. Yeah. That's what, because the next nation is going to be the internet. There's going to be, eventually, there will be people who live on the, oh, wait, we're already there. People already live on the internet. But that's, that's the undiscovered country. It's also Star Trek VI, but. So, wait, let me ask you, you guys, a Lee Greenwood-inspired question. <laughs> we and could just is, stop okay, there and that would be In perfect. your music career, if you could write a song like God Bless the USA, right, where, that would be huge. I don't even know that he wrote that song, but maybe he did. I, I don't know. I'll Google it. But, um. You do that, and, and you have one huge song, but nothing else is kind of like yes. nobody – I can't even remember another song off of his greatest hits record. Yes. So, like, it's either that and, and nobody remembers any of your other songs. Nobody cares about your other songs. And any place you ever go, they're like, hey, will you sing that song about America? Yeah. Or would you rather – would you trade the fame and fortune and riches and, you know, uh, new citizen ceremony videos – <laughs> Just to have a bunch of different songs, you don't, so you don't have to play that one song over and over again. That is a great question. 
I mean, be, oh. you mean, your concerts would be this, you know. <laughs> Oh, Lee those Green. are the songs they played before "God Bless USA," and those are the ones we played after. Well, it's like Lee Greenwood. You know, Lee Greenwood headlines the concert. Everybody's there to hear that song, right? Yeah. So you you have to do your whole concert of songs that nobody else will know, and you end with "God Bless the USA." Right. Yeah. Because that's what everybody's there for. What does Lee Greenwood do when he tours outside of the United I, States? <laughs> why are we picking on Lee all of a sudden? Come no, on, Lee. I'm worried about him. If 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 he goes to South Korea. And is performing. Does he end with God Bless the USA? You mean North Korea or South? I don't care. I just picked I a random country. I picked North a random Korea. country that wasn't ours. <laughs> so, I mean. That's a good question. I would, I would say that he doesn't. He's secured himself a place to never have to tour outside of the U.S. again by writing that he song. Might say, he'd probably he might okay. just take trips there. Might just go. Tour. Maybe yeah. just take a trip. But or, or just plays like, I mean, we have like military bases in every country. True. Oh, yeah. So that's just where he goes. USO tour. USO. That's all he has to do. Do you think he just comes out and opens and closes with God Bless the USA? <laughs> because, <I would. laughs> because recently, <laughs> you would. Recently, uh, I had a friend that went to a Boys to Men uh, concerto, and they opened and closed with Motown Philly. <laughs> How baller is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you were to open and close your show with one song of yours, what would it be? Uh, Motown Philly. One of mine? Yeah, your concert. I mean, like, the one that people are coming to hear. Oh, oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> what's, what's that like, Eric? Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I'm so on the spot. Do you know John? Nasty? What, my greatest hit? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that really what we're asking? Yeah. What's your greatest hit? Yeah. That's what you are asking, isn't it? Boy. No, I mean, I got a closing song, but it would be really weird to start the concert with it because it talks about, like, see you later, everybody type deal. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, 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 concert's not over. <coughs> Hang on a second. It's metaphor. <laughs> Motown Philly back again. Yeah, yeah, maybe that one. I mean, just because at least if I could keep them there, then the ending would be really solid. Like, would. they would know it's over then. Th- right? I feel like that takes, that takes a lot of guts to open and then be like, here's our closer. You already know it. You love it. Sing along. <laughs> Remember it from earlier? 45 minutes ago. Hi, wow. I'm Troy McClure. But you know what? But my, my buddy it's said, like, like service, my buddy said it killed more the second time they play it. it like, like, the crowd loved it because they were even more drunk, I guess. You know, that, that also. Like, people, like, forgot that they already played Motown Philly. Because what are boys, what's Boys and Men going to do? Motown Philly, oh, where do you good. go from there? I'll make love All to you. Into the road. Well, they had the one about uh, thank <laughs> you, know. you or something yeah. like that. Thank you. Oh, that's Ray Bolts. That's Ray Bolts. <laughs> right, I get Ray Bolts and Boys and Men mixed up all the time. Give Don't they have... I am alive. Christmas shoes or something? Oh, that's not boys to men. Do they, don't they have uh, Christmas shoes? Don't they have? Uh, I would love to hear boys to men do Christmas shoes. <laughs> or butterfly kisses. Butterfly for kisses. That that's, a, that's a boys to men song. Butterfly kisses. I do evening in prayer. Move the hands. What? Are, you're thinking hard over there. Just trying to remember the other boys to men songs. Yeah, I'll make love to you. Girls, 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 are they that girls, one? girls, girls. <laughs> Candle in the wind. 
<laughs> also, dust in the wind. Yeah. yeah. They, were, they went through a wind phase. Yeah. <laughs> Blowing in the wind. Blowing in the wind. The wind. The wind. It's a Cat Stevens cover. Uh, <laughs> mighty a mighty wind. Yes. A mighty wind. That's <laughs> that's all there is. All right. Well, we're nearing the end, you guys. So we got final questions. I ask this at the end of every podcast for no reason whatsoever, except that I get genuine enjoyment out of it. And I think when John Trost did a did a one on one with me in my house, and so did Eric Peters. You haven't yet. It's going to happen. Andy Gullhorn. But uh, Eric, you already answered this question, so if you can think of a new answer, uh, I'll start with you last. I'll start with you last is what I just I said. Like the, I like the way you use words. All right. There are two, there are two questions. I'm going to ask them both at the same time so you can be thinking. What is your uh, worst show experience or bad show story that might be humorous or funny? I, I try to stay clear of the sad bad show stories <laughs> because I had one of those recently and it, it's a really bummer way to end a podcast. Um, <laughs> it ended with like borderline like now I think the girl that told the story I was like I think you might have like a stalker now. But uh, so if, if it's something that's sort of maybe in the lighthearted vein or funny that would be good. Um, and also what is your first memory of the internet? Remember? Yeah, I remember, remember that. So Andy Gullhorn we can start with you. Both questions? Or, yeah. No? Answer wh- whichever one comes to, to mind first. Man, sh- I was thinking I can't think of anything about a show. That Any was- early shows that were just like, oh, man. Well, I just remembered one that's not that early. It was like this year. I was, <laughs> I was doing a, a few dates in Texas with two friends of mine, two folky friends of mine. And we, we, uh, we had a few dates, and we were, we were kind of like we added an extra show, this extra house concert, just to fill in a space between two, two uh, cities. And it's an outdoor house concert, which is um, – I normally don't like outdoor yeah, shows. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> I thought you said Al Gore house concert. Al, <laughs> Al, Al, Al Gore had a nice uh, house. Man. Um, and, uh, That's also my first inter- internet memory. <laughs> it, was an, it was at Al Gore's house. He got really drunk, and he was like, I have this idea. <laughs> I got this idea. What it's you... his first internet <laughs> <laughs> That was his first. That was the first his memory first. of the internet. But how, okay, how show? Okay, so um, we we pull in the neighborhood and it's a gated community. I was like, oh well, this looks like a nice place. But then it's a you realize it's a gated like trailer park community, which is nothing against that. It's totally fine, but it's in the backyard of this lady's house, and she apparently d- doesn't have like a lot of close friends. So most of the people who came were from Meetup.com. No. Yeah. So so it's like you know they they posted different things and and they all so the people come to to meet up. They're not coming to listen to you know songs or anything like that. And it, there were a number of things I'm not going to say about this concert because I don't want to, you know, record anywhere. Of course. But uh, the, my two friends and I were up there playing. I remember after the intermission at which I was kind of by the CD table and this girl came up to me and started talking to me. And she's like, so what room are you from, meetup.com? And I was like, I'm oh, not. No. I'm here to play music. And um, I point her towards, you know, some, you know, other group that she can go hook, <laughs> talk to some guys. And... Um, and then uh, it started raining, uh, which which hurt the outdoor concert a little bit. But uh, <laughs> in in this trailer park community, she was on a cul-de-sac, and as you pull in, there's about 50 kids playing soccer in the cul-de-sac, and so there's no place to park. But there there were 50 kids there because there was a quinceanera party for a family two doors down, with a full-on mariachi band. So like, <laughs> so like we're playing like quiet folky songs, and if there's ever a break, you just and it was just humiliating. So, like, 
two songs into the second half, where it started raining a little bit, and we're like, <laughs> all right, good night, everybody. <laughs> that, that was a pretty bad one. First memory of the internet. <laughs> I love we're just launching into it. Um, you know, I don't, I mean, it was when. Was it also that night? Really when I was in college. Oh, really? And, and really it's just email. I, I, I just remember not really understanding what was happening and, and having to, to have a little disc to use Eudora in college. I, I didn't understand Eudora. what email was. Uh, but, um. Yeah, I do. Well, I do remember like getting this. to school and they, they had an email at, at Belmont University, you know, where I went. They had a computer lab, and they would have shared printers. And I remember hearing these guys say, "Man, you could pull up like Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition on a, on the internet." And I was like, they're like, "Watch, I'll print it out." And they, what they didn't realize is that it was a shared printer. So there are these guys standing <laughs> at the end waiting for a Cindy Crawford thing to print out, while these other girls are waiting to print out their. They, and they're just like. I don't know who printed that thing out. <laughs> it's not mine. Oh, so that really is probably one of my first memories of the internet. That's uh, amazing. Which probably isn't that mo- different for most people. Most most people's are like are like computer labs at school, or like yeah. going to a computer lab, or AOL, like getting those like discs of AOL in the mail. Yeah. And and I don't know. Or if you're a Christian and you used uh, Juno, I think that's what you use for. Your Was Juno the Christian AOL? Juno. This is new information. That's that's both. Amazing stories. The first one more so, yeah. but you know, there's no amazing internet story. Just to be clear, you were not talking about Eudora Welty, right? The the writer. No. Okay. Why is that? Fun? Just they got to laugh. I just got to clarify the air there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just a, just a, only two people. So your your new nickname is get that your, your new nickname is the professor because yeah, hello, I, hello, I, don't, hello. <laughs> I don't understand most of the things you say. That's okay. Uh, so. John, let's go down the line. John Trost, do you have a do you have an awkward slash bad or uncomfortable show story Answer, to share? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah, well, I play house shows, but I usually don't have an intermission. Usually, right? But you know, it's like an hour or so straight. But this one, I was playing, and the guy who was hosting ended up couldn't be there. Oh no! So, oh no! So well, he's a host. So his friend, who <laughs> who sometimes used that same house when. They, when he was kicked out of his house, <laughs> he was going to just, like, open the house at least to make sure people got in. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, this was, I mean, the setting was beautiful. It was in California, like, right on the ocean. But. Um, I can almost imagine it. Oh, being, being right by the lake. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> that was a very bad seagull. Um, I can hear it. And so I was just. You know, started playing, and the group was a little more rowdy than typical group. And um, and so about, I don't know, probably halfway into it, you know, I was just getting getting going. And, and one of the people raised their hands and said, you know, we're the type of group that's probably going to need an intermission. And so they so they just disappeared for a little while, went to, you know. Meetup.com. <laughs> yeah, different Wherever they needed to go, you know. Right. Came back. They loved. I mean, in some ways, it wasn't a horrible concert because they apparently loved it. <laughs> like love. They do any hand motions when they said oh. they needed an intermission? Yes. Wink. Yes. So, um, so we're yeah. the kind of group. I'm the spokesperson. Which, we're the kind of group. That yeah. Which I, I didn't. Know, I wasn't aware of that. Um, so yeah, they. I mean, they were. Yeah, they were very nice and very, very complimentary. So I can't. I can't 
In some ways, I guess <laughs> I it know. wasn't. I but, know. you know, it just – I don't think that – and then afterwards, they kind of – well, because then I was going to have the place to myself. Like, it was going to be my own, like, beachside retreat for the night. But they didn't really leave. <laughs> for, so, it just, you know, didn't go as planned. But um, still. I mean, it wasn't. Nobody got hurt. <laughs> I like that that's where you ended. That's all right. I thought my cover of Crack Kills might have been appropriate <laughs> at that time. But, um, um, it's perfectly perfectly appropriate. All right, first, first memory, really, first memory man, of the, the internet. The internet takes over so slow, it's hard to really know when it hits you. Yeah, it's true. It's like cocaine. Oh. Or melanoma. Um or another From what disease. I hear about it, I don't think it's a real slow. Is it Eric? Oh, is it not? <laughs> I don't really know. I, I don't know. I have no history with cocaine. Oh, history. I promise. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably college. You know, because we didn't – I don't think we had a computer at my house until I was – yeah. I went to college, had one of those computer rooms. And you were like – People were emailing each other. I'm like, what? Email. And you immediately you went e- to GeoCities and set up John Trost – dot geocities dot com <laughs> or or uh, what was the other one angel fire angel fire. wow, wow. angel org tilde slash uh, forward slash john trost underscore you set all that up no man I, so, I'm took a, a, a late adapter <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no I mean I, I know that's not. No, it doesn't have to be a good story. I'm just always interested on how it because now it's taken over. It's in our pockets. I'm trying to get away from it a little bit. I almost I almost quit Facebook and Twitter about six times in the last year. That's the point of it. That's what we all do. Almost quit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we we all almost quit constantly. Yeah, because definitely shut it down during election. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's like stay away from that. There's no point. Get really angry at Eric Peters. Oh, I'm an angry individual. There we go. I've heard this, Eric Peters. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. But uh, can you think of another show story? I don't remember which one I shared. Was it? Uh, I remember. I'll just tell it. Again. I think it was just you. I've never heard it. You were the only one there. It was uh, like a bookstore. Is a little uh, Christian coffee house. Right. Back. back you know, when those were, and, like, yeah, thing to yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the, in Alabama? This is in South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember which one that was when it was just you that showed up. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you mean all, most of them? Tra- I think Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. Uh, what? What's Traveler's the name of this place? Rest. Traveler's Rest? Rest. That's the name of the town? Traveler's Rest. Just near Greenville, near Greenville. And uh, so, I, okay, so I'll just tell that one then. I guess that's my story. Since you, you don't have a, you don't have another one. Yeah, I got another one, but it's not nearly. It's not as good. Anyway, so this one was. Uh, I'm playing here. Uh, it wound up being uh, just me. Well, I'm. What's the order of this story? It wound up. I played uh, basically for way too long. For I think there was the owner guy. And his employee, <laughs> and I think that was it. And uh, that was around '99, and I had one little, I had one six-song EP at that point. Was that the 1900s? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Just clarifying, it wasn't 2000. Is it 1799, Eric? <laughs> 
To me, you're the sentient being who's lived forever. So I, I have to clarify yeah. for my yeah. own. Okay. It's pre war pre war of eighteen twelve. Okay. Know? Okay. Yeah. I'm in it now. Um, but there was a Christian coffee house. It was a Christian coffee house. In uh, there was no. I was playing for these folks, and the guy, you know, felt sorry for me at the end. And why I played a full show, I don't know. Yeah. Why did you play? I, why I did think, you keep playing? Well, just because I'm always, I'm just naive and just sort of dumb, and <laughs> I, I don't know why I did. So anyway, I played. Neither of those are true. But go on. So anyway, and the guy felt sorry for me at the end, and he gave me like thirty-five dollars to go get a hotel room. <laughs> So this was the early 1900s. Thirty-five dollars. Yes. Thirty-five dollars. Needless to say, I lost money on that. But uh, but the the kicker, the the thing, the guy like he made it pretending like it was some big thing. His his venue was a big deal to play at because he required me beforehand to required me to like tell him my testimony. In other words, to prove to him that I was a Christian. Wow. Beforehand, and, and then for can. me to play to a completely empty room was, I guess, <coughs> okay. I don't know what it was, but anyway. Arthur Alligator has a story like that where he played, and it was just the sound guy, also the owner, yeah. and then that guy went out for a smoke break in the middle of his set, yeah. and he was just not playing to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was just like halfway through the song, and he just like stopped and stood there. <laughs> it's just like okay, yeah. <laughs> where do, do I keep going? Do, nobody's gonna know. Yeah. Uh, that's. That's awful. The other story is very quick. I was it was in Georgia somewhere, and it was a, more of a coffee shop setting. Uh, and it was may have been it was around the same these same early days of my career. But there was uh, people, you know, it's a coffee shop. Nobody's listening to the music. But of I just remember directly in front of the stage was a a pair playing a really raucous game of Scrabble mm. right in front of me, and I was it was just even then I was aware like. That's really annoying and kind of rude. How dare of you? me, yeah, of me to interrupt, your <laughs> to interrupt their game. their Scrabble game. So anyway, that's, that's I I played exciting, uh, on one of the worst tours I've ever been on. Uh, was out west. I've never played out west before. Uh, I try not to go pat, like west of Waco, Texas, just as a rule. Uh, there's not much out there, but uh, but I'm just kidding. It's a joke. Come on, guys. Let's get it together. No, but I played. I played this uh, European coffee house in in uh, Albuquerque. I think. No, it wasn't Albuquerque. It was one. Of, it was in New Mexico, but and it was it was chess night, and uh, and so everybody was there. It was packed, but everybody was there to play chess. And then they shoved me in the corner. No sound system, and they're like, "Yeah, you have a two-hour block. Go." And they were paying us like they were handing us a check, but we had to play the full two hours. So I'm, I'm up there trying to get people's attention, playing. For, and people are just trying to concentrate and play chess. That's all they want to do. What's happening out here? There's movement. Humans. I know. That sounds just horrible. It's, it was pretty bad. It, it almost wasn't worth the, the guarantee that we got, but still. And then Why they said, people even want that? I don't know. They, wanted live, they want live music every night of the week, but they also booked a chess night. People don't know what they're doing, Andy. That's what, that's what, <laughs> sometimes people don't know what they're doing. Including us, because why would you play a full set <laughs> at a show with nobody there? Because we do what we do. Determination. Well, this was awesome. Thank you, guys. Can we have a round of applause for Eric Peters, John Trost, Andy Gullahorn, and I'm Nick Flora. Thank you, guys, for being here. Enjoy your rest of the stay. Drop the mic. Don't drop it. And delete. Delete. <laughs>